donation is the greatest We know the drama from contestants And to know the tea I donations what you All right, everyone, we are here and we're really excited to have another special guest on the podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm April. And this is Idol Nation. April actually knows the title of the podcast, unlike Jen. (laughs) Because you're a mega fan, huh? Super. Awesome. So are you a long time off? We'll just hop right into it. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure, sure. Um, so I'm April. I've been a longtime friend of Lauren's. What, since 2015? Yes. 2016. And I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, Abe. Before we get started talking about American Idol, how would you describe your music tastes in the real world before you started becoming absolutely obsessed with American Idol? I'm actually glad this question came up. Um, because Oliver hits my music taste exactly. I knew that's what you're gonna say. I was very excited to like know this. So, what, what would you describe your genre? Preference? Um, like indie coffee house. Ooh, yeah, nice. And April's reporting from um Florida. She likes to do things like go on the boat in her spare time, right? Yeah. Every time. Yep. Every, Every time I get <laughs> So then she can hopefully leave this um podcast and this season of American Idol with some new faves to play out on the boat speakers. I have that in my notes too. Like oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Okay. I seriously I know her too well. But yeah. I probably don't know all of her opinions because I tried to not look at what she was saying to the group chat next last night. So I'll go ahead and say did you ever watch American Idol back in the day? I did. I think the last season I watched was um, Kelly Pickler mm. and Daughtry. I think so that I was the last watch one. That. So you have more knowledge than me from that era. What was that old lady? This is going to sound bad. Who was that old lady that won like American Idol? Was it Susan? I honestly don't know because I only started watching during the ABC years. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we'll get back to you, America, because this is an important question. I think they must have had different age ranges back in the day if she was old, because right now they can only be up to 28. How I think it was you? Susan Booth, unless that's another show like America's Got Talent that I'm confusing it with. We do not discuss that <laughs> on this podcast. I'm just kidding. I'll, I don't know. I don't really remember any of my being named Susan. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. We'll we'll follow up on that. Um, do you have a favorite judge? No, I don't like probably Lionel. I'm not a fan of the judges. We'll go in. I have opinions about that. Okay, okay, good. This is so exciting. Okay, and <laughs> oh, we don't have to get into your favorite contestant yet, because I think we can talk about that as we go through the show. So go. Any questions for me? No, but I do have a warning. I was kind of, when I was doing my notes, I was a little raggy. Like, I feel like I'm probably going to be a lot more negative than Jen was and definitely more negative than the judges. That's okay. We have had very few, Laura, our longtime host, does share some negative opinions sometimes, and I do too. 
So it's good that we have someone who is really going to hone in on that and be no honest. offense, Jen. <laughs> no offense, Jen. Um, to be, we need people to be honest because obviously America doesn't like everyone equally. That's why they vote. The way Definitely they vote. not Lucy Love or Nutsa. <laughs> okay, that's our, and these are all opinions are our own. <laughs> okay, so obviously I'm just going to give a little bit of background before we hop into the first night, which was the top twelve. You so you know that in the last episode last week, Nutsa and Lucy Love were actually voted out by America, but they were saved by the judges. You know that. Yeah. And I re-listened to your podcast today on my way Aww. home. Um, and you had va- very valid opinions about them. Okay. Thank you. And it <clears throat> appears that they're still valid. But moving on. Um, so the theme this week was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shout out to Lionel Richie, who is a member of this sacred club. Um, all of the contestants, they sung songs from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame artists. So we're just going to go through the contestants because finally we have so few contestants left. It won't be boring for y'all. It'll be so entertaining, especially with April's insights. So first things first. We have Tyson Venegas. He sung for Once in My Life by Stevie Wonder. What were your thoughts? Okay. Um, I'm not a fan of Tyson. He okay. is my least favorite person Ooh. on the show. I think he's got such a baby face that maybe in like- 10 years he's a star quality because he's really young, but he it just wasn't it for me. I thought he fell short in his performance. Well. Uh, April is ageist. She doesn't like the youth. <laughs> she has a child. Um, I understand if you didn't see him from the beginning, you might not like him. He's not one of my favorites either, but he was a platinum ticket winner. So he had a lot of clout from the judges. I, I will say I liked the performance. I especially liked his um his footwork because we've never seen him really dance. So I thought that was good. I think he redeemed himself in last night's episode, but just speaking of the rock and roll, I I was not a fan. It wasn't the best performance I should have first seen him on, if that makes sense. Yeah. As someone who hasn't watched all the episodes of the season, that was your first introduction. It wasn't your favorite. Yeah. So before we go on, I realized I did not mention Adam Lambert, who is serving as mentor. How do you feel about Adam? Okay, so in my notes, it literally says, I love, in all caps, Adam Lambert. Um, And that also my husband does too, because he's the runner of Queen. So when they travel, it's like Queen with Adam Lambert. I think he's such a powerhouse and the perfect, like, mentor for that season, for that episode. Okay, that's awesome. I love him. (laughs) I didn't know Steve was a mega fan of Adam Lambert. (laughs) I think he's a mega fan of Queen. And then just because by you know yeah okay him so being part of it. what i'm hearing you say is he is obsessed with adam lambert yeah actually yeah that's true steve's gonna hear this and mm-hmm. i want everyone to know he's obsessed with adam lambert okay cool all right moving right along we have warren p he sung house of the rising sun by the animals how do you think? um <clears throat> my notes on here i think that it's cute that he keeps a pic of his fiance in his hat like that whole hat thing was really cute um a little clingy but so so (laughs) cute um and that I felt like the judges weren't that impressed but Mm -hmm. they just wanted to say something nice which 
I can do a whole like episode of how I feel about the judges, but um, and I also like that he's a twin, if I heard that correctly. Um, I don't remember if he's a twin, but it could very well be. I think this was the episode where he announced that he got engaged. So maybe that's why he's extra clingy. Um, well, oh yeah. I mean it makes sense. It's really cute. I don't want like don't hang up on that word, but ouch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um but Warren I said actually... I was gonna be negative. No, it's okay. I'm glad you are. Warren is actually my favorite country singer on the show. I usually don't like the country singers. If you've heard any of my previous episodes or opinions ever when I bring up American Idol, I feel like there's there's just too many country folks on the show. But he has like a really gritty voice and I just love it. And I also, that's like one of my favorite songs. So I couldn't, I couldn't like hate on him for that. And it was a, it was a really good song choice. Mm -hmm. I will give him that. It was phenomenally, phenomenal, that word performed. Yeah, I agree. It was so good. And um, I mentioned last last episode that he had a blowout and Katie mentioned it on this episode. So I will just say, I was right about that. I always like to remind people about when I'm right. Um, next was Haven Madison. My mom calls her the cheerleader. She sung Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Uh, not a good song choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think there could have been way better artists that she could have picked. I get the notion behind it. I thought that the story behind it, like with her and her dad, that was a song she grew up on was really sweet, really cute. And I understand why she picked it. But I think if she had picked Landslide, like that song Landslide, she would have rocked it and I would have been super in love with her. Um, Landslide would have been a really good choice for her. I love it when the guests provide a better choice than what the contestants selected. That's actually what I want to talk about in the next, the next review of the next episode. But so that's that's really good. I totally agree. I think she's trying to step out more because she always does these singer-songwriters slower songs. So she was mm-hmm. trying and she did look older that night with all of her makeup and her glam. I think her voice is really pretty, if that makes sense. Like she's yeah. just got such a beautiful voice and I wish that that song showcased it and it just didn't. Yeah. And Which made me sad because well, I know she's got major talent. Yeah, she has time to redeem herself. <clears throat> Someone who doesn't have time to redeem herself, Lucy Love. She sung All Night Long by Lionel Richie. Um, okay, so my notes say powerhouse of vocals. I just want this version on Apple Music so I can add it to my boat playlist. Oh my gosh. I I got so into it. I was dancing. It was awesome. It was a great cover. Okay, I also thought this was her best performance yet. Um, she did an amazing job. It looked like she was having so much fun. Lionel was really excited to see her do this. And I also really, really like that she used this opportunity to really highlight Lionel and all of his work. Because I feel like, I don't know, I just get a little tired of the contestants being obsessed with Katie and Luke because half of them are 12 and the other half are country. So I'm glad that someone highlighted uh, Lionel. Also, her daughter bawling in the audience and then getting brought to her on stage was really cute. I thought that was really cute. The daughter was, that was so sweet. I really liked that moment, especially as a mom. I mean, I did too, as someone who's not a mom. (laughs) 
So next we have your boy, Oliver Steele, singing Georgia on My Mind by Ray Charles. Oh my gosh, what did I say about him? Um, my notes say his version of Georgia on my mind is my type of music, coffee house chill. It was lovely. I'm a big fan. I wanted to snuggle up with a glass of wine and a wine Ooh. bar while watching him do open mic. I okay. just, I just love him. <laughs> I feel like you should take that audio clip and like send it to him so we can use it for a review, even though he might say, I'm trying to get out of the open mic biz. I'm trying to get on the big stage. <laughs> he just breeds open mic. It's amazing. He really I love does. Okay, I also liked it. Um, I don't know. He was one of my faves, but he's kind of slipping. Adam Lambert said it was kind of said it was boring. The caught the song and then recommended that he that Oliver use an electric guitar, which he did not. So I thought he should have listened to mm -hmm. Adam or yeah, Adam. And the judges agreed, but he still had a pretty good. Still made it through. So and one of them showed a different side. Yeah. Him. And we haven't seen an electric guitar yet, to my knowledge. Correct me if I'm wrong, America. Next, we have Colin Stow, Jen's, I think, second favorite. He sung Midnight Rider by the Almond Brothers. Um, I thought he did it. Okay, so the <laughs> positive. It's a banger of a song and vocals. I was really kind of upset that he didn't put his spin on the song. I felt like I was just listening to the song and the coaches were, or the judges were like, put a spin on it, put your spin on it. And I just didn't yeah. see that from him. Also, I think he sounds like Boomhauer from uh, King of the Hill. Oh my gosh. I seriously have not been able to place what his voice sounds like, but I cannot understand him. And it makes me feel so old. It's definitely Boomhauer. It you should Boomhauer. insert a clip of, hey, man, how's it going? You know, man. Oh, my gosh. I should <laughs> seriously get, like, re record Boomhauer, like the cartoon, him talking, and then use an audio clip of oh, Colin. who I call Kyle Nostal and play it in the background. You should. That's exactly but, who he is. But I hope I oh, I think some of my notes, it. too, says I wish he would sing as he talks. Oh, he should sing everything he says. Because his okay. voice is so much better than his talking voice. That sounds so bad. No, I totally agree. At first, I was like, I don't think he should sing how he talks. I think that would be really hard to understand. He <laughs> both spit out her wine. Okay, um, okay, so this was one of the first times they say, I think this is one of the first times that they reference nasty. And then I started realizing that they said the word nasty so many times in this episode they said do we it. have a nasty counter like i i started a nasty count i believe this episode had 12 references of the word nasty um the next night another one of my notes now that you said nasty it reminded me because they said it a lot to colin i felt like you need to get nasty yeah and then they asked who what his shirt was from and he yeah. said gucci <laughs> and i said his song was all gucci like his shirt <laughs> <laughs> that's good i actually wrote that down too that he's like they say it's gucci um i did like his outfit actually he had a, for those who yeah. didn't see he had a floral shirt with a little vest on top yeah it was it was it was very country for sure yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> speaking moving on right into another country singer we have mary beth bird she sung dancing queen by abba april shook her head um okay 
Um, not the nicest feedback. I love Mary Beth. I think her interviews are cute. I think she has great potential, but this song was not it. Um, you really need to hit those high notes in Dancing Queen, like, a lot. And she just was, she just fell flat. Like, I just wanted more and more from the song. And she just couldn't deliver. And I, it, she just left me wanting more and then just fell short the entire time, which was just really sad. I, I couldn't imagine playing that version at, like, a karaoke bar or, you know, at, you know, I don't know, a karaoke bar, I guess. And then everyone wanting to listen to it. Okay, so it doesn't even make it to the karaoke bar stage. She doesn't make it to touch tunes, is what I'm saying. Okay. Gosh, I'm not going to go too far into that. I'll just say she, um, um, she, yeah, I think that she's, she just seemed a little nervous. And also, I don't know, I think it would be hard to be that pretty and have to try to prove yourself to be talented in other ways i think that she just spent her life being so gorgeous and people probably assumed everything was easy for her because she was so pretty i don't know i think being pretty i assume isn't all it's cracked up to be sometimes so that's what my opinion of her but you're pretty well not like mary beth very pretty but moving on okay you're pretty too okay way is amazing she sung um, Something's Got a Hold on Me by Etta James. I was, my draw was, my jaw was to the floor. Um, I could not get enough of her. Like, I love her. My notes say, wow, she was hot, exclamation point, crushed the song. I want to see her in con concert, crazy star potential. Like, I would pay money to go see her. She was yeah. amazing. I actually just got chills knowing that you seriously loved her so much. I love her. So like, much. I yeah. want, I'm not going to announce who my favorite is, but she's top three. Okay. I'm very excited about that. And this is um, when Lytle says, now that is how you bring nasty to the table. <laughs> nasty. And I also wrote here, they should seriously win an Emmy for set design. Like, whoever's doing lighting and, like, the whole stage design, every single song has a completely different theme. It is crazy. And we just don't hear about them enough. You know, I was thinking during it, it's like, the contestants that truly made the songs their own, they um, had to practice that. Like, they had to seriously, yeah. like, rewrite some of, you know, the music and work with the set designers, the producers, and really work really hard to see what it's like to have your own song. And I thought that was super impressive because they only get a week, right? Yeah. They, and it's not like the last episodes last week were pre-recorded because we, I pers we all personally voted. So they really did have only a week and the band had to work with every single contestant. It's, it's crazy talent just all, all across the board. Oh, I love American <laughs> Idol. Next, we have Nutsa. She sung The Show Must Go On by Queen. Um, I said Tony Braxton and Lady Gaga vibes mm -hmm. she did with her Tony version. Braxton in the last she episode. was really good. Um, I'm not going to point out the glaring obvious. She had lipstick on her Oh, chin. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for making me point that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, she, I thought she was really good. Listening to your podcast... I know your feelings about her and I, but that's where I think that they're valid. Like 
I do I like think she, I think she just is crazy beautiful. She was already super popular prior yeah. to going on, which makes sense. I'm not knocking that. She deserves it. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely more deserving people. Yeah. I agree. But I do love you, Nutsa. Farewell. All right. Next we have Megan Danielle, who sung Angel from Montgomery by Bonnie Raitt. Um, I love her voice. I said Janice Joplin and Miley Cyrus mixed, kind of. Um, I don't think that she has what it takes to be in a range to be a superstar after American Idol. So I think that's why I'm so critical of these people is because I think of the Kelly Clarkson's, the Carrie Underwood's, even the Daughtry, even though he's a little different versus all the other winners. And I feel like some of these contestants with the exception of Wayani and maybe a couple others are just going to fall flat after American Idol. Yeah, and there are a lot of contestants, especially in the ABC era, who have. But the thing that worries me about her is if she were to win, she is going to sing predominantly Christian songs. So it's not going to, like, fulfill. It's not That's not for everyone in America. Like, And that's, yeah, it's very niche. Yeah. And I just don't think that she's this breakout star that America's falling in love with. Me neither, but her voice I, is probably one of my favorite voices. I love how raspy it is. It sounds like it's something she should have been like born in the 70s. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's enough about her. <laughs> Zachariah sung Don't Bring Me Down by Electric Light Orchestra. Um, I'm embarrassed to say that American Idol is the reason why I now know the lyrics are Don't Hold Me Down or Don't Bring Me Down, Bruce, instead of Bruce. Oh my gosh. I thought this whole time it was, I was like, what did Bruce do to this guy? Like, oh my I, gosh. Damn it, Bruce. <laughs> Wait, so what is it actually? It's Groose, J-R-O-O-S. What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe he's saying the lyrics wrong. Look up the lyrics real quick. I am. I thought I I always thought they were saying Bruce. It's simply a made-up word, Bruce. It would be better if he said Bruce. He could be singing about like Bruce Springsteen and like cause a little drama. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever we want to, we can call it. We can continue to call it Bruce. <laughs> Good. I'll sing that at karaoke one night. Right. Um, I said this dude crushed his song. He didn't want Bruce to bring him down, but he brought <laughs> down the house. <laughs> Yeah, he's awesome. I think he needs to play Elton John in like a biopic or like a doc a, a docu series or something because he he like embodies Elton John. I feel that, yeah. Oh, and no. he also really liked um Adam and Adam like stopped him after he like sung out the first few words and was legitimately like laughing um with joy because he just like brings that much energy. One more quick thing I want to touch. Okay, no, it's okay. I think I'm gonna use that. Um, and then lastly, my favorite, we move on to Ian Tongi. He sung What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Louis. Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Louis Armstrong probably sang it too. Um, so my notes say Lauren and Jen's favorite. And then what's up with the fly landing on people? <laughs> Did you see that in the first episode? Yeah. Or- and it was very, I wanted to put a reference of like Mike Pence. But I didn't want to bring politics into it. That's what I like to do in every single episode. 
So it was very, I said, remember when Mike Pence had one? LOL. What a soulful sound. I could fall in love all over again listening to him sing. And I love that he's wearing flip-flops. Oh, I seriously love that. Uh-oh, but you know what? That was actually not what he sung that night. He sung Bring It On Home by Sam Cooke. I read the wrong, I read the song for the next night. I know what you meant, though. Like, it was one of those songs. Actually, and I guess a little bit of irony, um, I thought the whole time he remind he needs to be singing um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which is what he sang last night, and we can go about it. Sorry. No, he didn't. He sung that Louis Armstrong song last night. So he didn't sing somewhere. I thought he said, what did he sing? He sung what I just, he sang, um, what a wonderful world. That's what it is. What a, okay. He needs to sing somewhere over the rainbow, but he doesn't want to because that same artist did a cover of what a wonderful world, like really owned, um, somewhere over the rainbow. So he probably will never do it. What me. a wonderful world is the one with the Hawaiian guy who was really yeah. large. Yes. I don't know how to pronounce his name. That's Okay, I'm getting myself confused. That's the song I wanted him to play was the song that he sang last night. Yes. When he I actually, watched him Sunday. He played it as the, when they, when everyone found out who was going to Hawaii week, he played it then. So I can send you a clip. Don't worry, you'll hear it. But he sung Bring It On Home by Sam Cooke on the first night. Um, and one thing I wanted to touch on is the one thing that he brought up to Adam for advice was, how do you get through saying goodbye to your friends? Like, I miss my friends. And Adam's like, uh, I didn't really, I wasn't really trying to make friends. It was just so sweet and endearing. He's like, Aww. the biggest issue he has is saying bye to people who get like, let like go. Oh, you know, he's so sweet. Um, and then I thought it was funny when they're like, what do you want America to like, what do you want America to think of you? And he's like, well, I hope they think I'm a fly guy. And that's when the fly reference came. <laughs> Okay, y'all. So we went through all of the contestants. Hopefully it wasn't too much and you guys just ate it all up. Um, do you have, like, what was your tier level for this episode? You have I, I have none. Um, I know that sounds bad. I think that the, like Lucy with her, with her child was really sweet. Um, I don't know. It just didn't, it, what just wasn't emotional for me. That's okay. It wasn't a very emotional night. It was more of like an exciting and thrilling night because it was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I will say Luke had an emotional, really, a really emotional two nights. Luke cried during Megan Danielle's performance here um, and the next night. So he just saw like a, a box of emotions or something. Um, in amazing. my notes, I have that he was crying at Megan's, like when he was giving Megan her feedback. Yeah, that he started Danielle. like tearing up. Yeah, Megan is who I met. He's uh -huh. really into her. Um, he's obsessed with her. He's obsessed, just like Steve's obsessed with Adam Lambert. So um, I don't have any er true errors of this game, um, of that episode. Do you have any major errors? Yeah, the judges. <laughs> um. <laughs> the fact that they exist. Okay, so I just think that the judges seem um, like they're trying to be subjective to avoid swaying people's votes. I just don't think that the judges are being honest with them. I, yeah, but I don't think they're always being subjective because there's some, like, Eam, 
they say things like when you win American Idol or like we've never heard cheers like this before. So I think they're being subjective a bit, but you're right. Like they're they're trying to not say negative things. They just don't. And I can just like, you can read Katy Perry's face. You can read <laughs> Luke Bryan's face. And then when... I cannot read Luke Bryan's face. He looks like confused most of the time. <laughs> and then when they talk about it, they're like, this is the best performance I've ever seen. Like Haven, you're a star. And like Haven couldn't hit half the notes. You're lying. And I just think that it's because America truly votes. Like they have some power, but I think they just try to be nice to be nice and then let America do it. And that's my thought on that. That's fine. And I'm glad you expressed your honest opinion. I will say, I was thinking of this the other day, like, are the people of America actually going to be swayed one way or another by what the judges say? I don't think so. I feel like we just like in the general election, we have like conservatives and liberals, and there are very few swing voters, but the judges might have an impact on those swing voters. Like for me, I, I know at least one contestant I vote for at the beginning of the episode before I even see them perform. And then I'll vote on a few others, but I don't, the judges well, will never change my mind personally. Well, yeah, I agree, but I, I want it. But if you're like a super huge Katy Perry fan, that's Let's true. Put, or if you're a super huge, you know, Luke Bryan fan because you love country music and Luke Bryan is obsessed with Megan. Now you might be obsessed with Megan because Luke Bryan's obsessed with Megan. That's actually um, a really good point. So I just think that they they're just nice to everyone. I don't think they're they're honest. They don't need to be honest like Simon. That's crazy, not nice, but <laughs> just a little bit more feedback I think would benefit the contestants that's true and then their careers do because sometimes they do provide feedback and the, the contestants remember it um I also noticed that the judges were talking a lot about certain things like certain people were saying like wow everyone really loves the vibe here or you know um we this person is I, I just felt like they were talking about the group and some of the feedbacks to the individuals like everyone, everyone's doing such a great job. Woo team. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's not fair to the individual to only yeah, like, hear how the team's doing. Yeah. Give us end of, yeah. I think that is an instance where they might want to say more negative feedback, but are afraid. So they just give everyone a compliment instead. That's my only errors. Well, that's great. I didn't have any errors this game. Um, I, but yeah, no errors for me. But we had to say goodbye to two contestants, Lucy Love and Nutza. We already said goodbye to them a little bit last week when America voted them off. They were saved in America. Oh, I know what the error of the game was. I'm reminded that the judges should have brought save Kira. Kyra. The judges should have said save Kyra, and then we wouldn't have been in this situation. So it's just a long... Um, a long stretched error that still resonates with me okay we only have five minutes left we don't have to finish the whole episode in this but we're gonna get through as much as we can and then yeah we'll let's try okay you can always okay. resend me a link yeah, I, will. I will okay background on contest so really quickly for the top for those of you who don't know the top 10 basically the judges so each of the judge selects a song for the contestants then the contestants must pick from three songs that were submitted by the judges the contestant then guesses at the end of the song 
which judge selected the song that they sang? I can't believe I said that without saying um. <laughs> um thank you. So first things first, we have Zachariah singing Wanted, Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. This was selected um, by Lionel Richie. I don't have much feedback on this. It just felt bland. It just felt like there was really nothing that he made his own. It was kind of a safe choice. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see more from Zach at this point. Yeah. He is usually like a really energetic guy. He was energetic here again, but it wasn't, it wasn't over the top. Um, we did get three nasties in his review. So starting the night, starting the night off nasty. Nice. And so the other, the other songs that were selected by judges were Crocodile Rock and Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Do you think he selected the right song or would you have preferred him sing a different song? Um, would have loved to probably have heard Ro Crocodile Rock from Zach. Okay. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. Zach made a terrible mistake. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to judge on that. Yeah. Yeah. April is the all-knowing. You heard her <laughs> give the um, contestant her insight on making the wrong choice last My episode. job is to judge the judges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do need that too. Okay. Haven Madison sung The Only Exception by Paramore. This was my mom's favorite performance by Haven. And this was selected by Katie. Um, I couldn't agree more with your mom. <laughs> it was probably one of my favorite of the night. She really, <clears throat> night and day from Sunday to Monday. Um, but I think that that's kind of the vibe that where she lives. She just kind of lives in that Christina Perry-esque realm. Um, it'll be interesting to see if she can do more than that, I think, moving forward. Yes. And one thing that I'll note on is a big theme of this little song was trying to identify who Haven's crush was. So first the mentors discovered she had a crush. Mm -hmm. Then you see Katie asking her to tell her, reveal the crush backstage. The parents are looking concerned of the crush. Luke threatens to go find the crush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all in all, I'm, I'm also interested in seeing who the crush is. And it's cool that like the, I feel like the contestants are actually becoming friends with the judges because they'll say little jokes to each other on stage. And Katie's like, well, we'll talk backstage. You know, it's really cute. It is so I, I hope that whoever the guy or girl is for Haven, that Luke Bryan does show up and he ends up being oh like gosh. a total gentleman. Like what a cool story that is you know if they end up staying together even not like oh my god Luke Bryan threatened me on live television <laughs> another thing I was thinking is what if it was a different contestant like what if it was Colin what if it was Ian I don't know about that <laughs> I feel like her and Colin could like have a little duet and they're like both country could be Probably, Ian though. yeah I think Warren Ian... maybe no Warren's married he's engaged yeah Remember, he's obsessed um <laughs> okay right. next we have Chase Beckham came and sung a song. He's a former idol from the ABC era. You're not going to be surprised by this, but I was not super excited when he won, and I wasn't super excited to see him come back. So I don't have any. Um, I think I fast forwarded halfway through it because I just don't know who he is. But congrats on your gold, buddy! Like, 
Yeah, I'm I'm worried because I'm starting to invite contestants to come on the show and I hope they don't hear this episode and they're like- They probably should. Like, it's not, you can't, they should hear this episode. It's a, it's great and they should hear all of them moving forward. And now we're going to get cut off and we're like, they should hear us. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to send you, I'm going to send you another link. Okay. Bye. Bye. And we're back um, on the second part of the most honest episode of America Vital Nation ever. <laughs> so on the break, I was seriously about to text the group and say that I'm I'm at horrible odds and ends with like knowing that I'm being honest and like true to what I'm thinking and I'm not just being sweet, but also I'm gonna beat myself up all night. I'm being oh. like I shouldn't have been so honest. But like my mom said, tell the truth and nothing but the truth. So help you God. So I'm doing it. Did your mom make that up? I think that's really catchy. I think it's, I think we probably learned it in our Baptist church to like <laughs> fear, like put us in fear of, I don't know. I don't know what it's that also, is. Maybe it's, it's a law also- thing. It's what they say in the court of law. They're like, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I'm just joking. Um, Is this like uh, when you told us that Benjamin Franklin quote that you, like, said that you made up? Okay, guys. Sorry. (laughs) Well, we're learning a lot tonight. Um, I think that that, I think this is a really good episode, and we're not being that harsh. I'm sorry, we're not. I am saying some positive. Yeah, and honestly... You probably won't get any death threats. The American Idol, like, I'm just getting her eyes. You really <laughs> her, um, the American Idol community is pretty loving. So next we have Wayani. She sings I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston. This performance, it just took it to the next level for me. I love her. Um, I just love her. Um, she reminds me a little bit in her own way of Jennifer Hudson who's uh, wasn't she also an American Idol uh-huh I just I think that she I can't say enough nice things about Wayani I think she's perfection yeah and I, I want know. to see her just win it all I think we now know who my favorite is and we we whoa, 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 whoa. April's favorite is revealed <laughs> um you okay I think I actually I just switched to my third podcast listening platform, so I might be able to add in sound effects. Probably yeah. do it on this episode. Or I'll this leave thing. out things you say. <laughs> just kidding. Um, it's okay. really long sentences. I'm like, beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep. I wrote down this is really one of the best performances I've ever seen in American Idol. It was amazing. Um, I think Lionel said something along the lines of you, like, I don't know. He said you superseded the box. I think the box is like I don't nasty. Remember. Yeah, he didn't think he was nasty at this time because this was like an angelic performance. Um, it was just it was truly insane, and it must have been so amazing for Way to hear like Lionel compare her to Whitney Houston and then say that she made it her own. Like I would be bawling my eyes out. She's phenomenal and. I love everything about her. Yeah. The audience and Way were shocked to find that it was actually Luke who had selected that song for Way. Yeah. That's Next, pretty shocking. It was shocking. Next, we have Oliver Steele singing High and Dry by Radiohead. This was selected by Katy Perry. 
Um, he got two choices of John Mayer, and I liked the flashback to the, like, yeah. the last. Uh, my notes say John Mayer, LOL, because I just, just thought that was really funny. He knew it wasn't going to be Katie, I think which was a song. Um, I just really love his voice. Like I said, I just want to sit in a coffee shop or a wine bar and just listen to him literally all day. He needs his own Spotify playlist of just his songs. Well, you heard it here, Oliver. Get on that. I'll try to collect all of your Your number one fan. Yeah. (laughs) I will play it in a coffee shop all day. Um, I love Radiohead, so I was excited that he chose that song. Also, you're right. Lionel and Luke also picked John Mayer songs for someone on last season, and I'm pretty sure they picked the exact same songs which doesn't seem like very creative or very much work on their part. It probably so. wasn't them. Yes, it was. They you, think they, was. you think they picked it or do you think the producers picked it and they said, this is a song that you picked? I think they truly picked it because you can see the emotion on some of their faces when the <laughs> contestant kills the song. That's true. I really think they pick it. Like, there's probably a lot of other stuff that's not real about the show, but this, I believe, is real. Um, so, I like it. So next we have Warren P. singing um, Colder Weather by Zach Brown Band. Thoughts? Mm. This was selected by Lionel himself. I think it's just very, like, a Warren song. He's a country guy. He's singing a country song. There was no breakout. And there was nothing memorable to me in this performance. Yeah. I was a little concerned that he wasn't going to make it through based on this performance. So we don't have much to say about this. I think maybe one of the errors of the game could be him picking this song. Sorry, I would Warren. agree. I would agree. As you guys know, we have E.M. Tongi singing What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong for the first time here. Um, I don't have anything to say except what I already said, that I was excited to hear him sing this. Um, but I will interject that uh, my daughter, Cora, was so excited to see him on the state on the on the stage on the TV. Um, and she kept asking, is that Maui? from Moana oh, oh my gosh that is seriously she so was like is that Maui is that Maui I was like it's not Maui <laughs> that is seriously really adorable sweet. it was really cute okay well you can vote on her behalf I did and I will yay number 12. that's seriously <clears throat> so sweet um the only other thing I'll write here is that it seems like his whole disposition has changed since the beginning of the show like he used to cry at every episode just because every time he played music it reminded him so much of his dad and now he's picking songs that are like just more upbeat and he's really living into the experience. So I'm super proud of him. Also, he, uh, yeah. He's one to watch, but I, I'm worried about <clears throat> him again, not being a breakthrough star, just being like one, one-sided. I'm, I'm worried if he wins, he's just not, it's just going to be kind of like a, American Idol fame at the top and then he just kind of disappears and that's it I think and we want to hear more of him which is kind of sad I I hope I hope that's not the case 
I think we need to hear him do an original so we can hear what we're working with, you know? I think that would be really helpful for him and us. Mm -hmm. Next, we have Mary Beth Bird singing Wasted on You by Morgan Wallen. I had not even heard of this artist before. He's a new country star. Oh, it's a woman? He. I mean, sorry, it's a man. <laughs> it's a man. Um, If you're a fan of, like, 2010s country music, that's the vibe. It's always, like, party, heartbreak. You get it. Um, Generic song. I think it just kind of made her a very generic contestant. Which sounds really bad, but it just wasn't, like... <laughs> She has so much more potential, and the song just wasn't doing it for her, in my opinion. I just think she just kind of is outshone by so many other better songs and performers. Yeah, and I feel like she feels that, too, and it's kind of <laughs> obvious. So I did feel bad for her. I think this was the most emotion she ever showed in a performance, so I appreciated that, but it didn't sell me to go buy her albums, <laughs> yeah. which I don't know the last time I've done that. Next, we have Tyson Venegas singing Someone You Love by Louis Capaldi. I don't know who Louis Capaldi is or if I'm saying his name right. I love this song. I was so excited to hear Tyson sing this song. I think Katie picked it, mm -hmm. um, if I'm right. You're right. She she picked a banger of a song. She were the producers. <laughs> she kidding. did. She picked the banger of a song for him. He crushed it. Way better than last episode. Um, I, that's I'm, He just did a really good job. Yeah. I thought it was an amazing performance, too. He is young, and he does look young because he is young. So it's okay that he's young, and now he just has a whole career ahead of him. Yeah, and I think in 10 years, he should go to a record label and give him all of his samples, and let's see what he has in 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see you in 10 years, and we're, like, we'll be 40-something, you know, and we'll want to go to his concert. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, we will. We'll be the oldest people there. Okay, next we have <laughs> um, Megan Danielle. She sung Go Rest High on That Mountain by Vince Gill. This was selected by Luke, and it was a tearjerker around the house. Uh, yeah, but it was. <laughs> people were very emotional i i love her voice i just like i said earlier i just don't see the star potential so i just i can't get past that yeah she's an amazing singer she's such talent i just can't see her doing anything other than what she's doing now one of the the biggest critiques that the judges have had and that everyone has said is just like, you need to realize your own stardom and your own potential. You have like one of the most unique voices. You need to be confident about it, but she hasn't been able to truly feel it for herself. So yeah, I, I think that's definitely holding her back. Yeah. It's so crazy how much I've learned about these contestants <laughs> in like the past few months. Um, I think it's awesome. Thanks. But yeah, so everything that you're pointing out, I agree with. Um, one, two things on this. It was really sweet when she like kind of wanted it to be Lionel who had picked the song because Lionel reminded her of her pawpaw and then she got up to go hug her. It, those two things were like, I, I produced well, one to tear. 
And Katie also said, I don't think Lionel picked the song. I think your grandpa picked this song. And she just cried. And it was really sweet. I mean, that was a really sweet moment. Like you said, it was a tearjerker all around. And I think you hit the nail on the head. She just needs to wake up and see her own potential to be that breakout star. She's pigeonholed to this sultry kind of thing that doesn't sell records. It doesn't sell out amphitheaters she needs to do something bigger than she needs to break out i think if she goes on christian idol or something that she's gonna definitely like win it so we'll suggest that to her um the next thing is uh colin stow colin the stow boomhauer he sings it's been a while by stained which was chosen by katie perry yeah, yeah, I think it's a little bit of a Daltra vibe. <laughs> a person didn't know what was happening. But I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. He's he's just Daughtry. I mean, he's king of the hill, he's Daughtry, he's cute, he's great singing voice. It, it he's just I don't know. That's how I feel. Okay. That sounds like a like description he might say anyway so that's good um i think he said oh he was talking about how he used to like live for going to the gas station and getting a biscuit and an energy drink at 4 30 yeah or going to the restaurant and then he said before he's saying he's like whether i sing it good or i sing it bad i know who i'm singing it for so like i'm like that's a good line like you, he has a few catchphrases um i thought it was funny when luke brian was like that's what I used to eat when I was 180 pounds. I should go back to it. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> meant good for you at that age, Luke. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Don't do that now in your 40s. Yeah, don't. <laughs> um, That pretty much wraps up the singing competition. We did have to say goodbye to, we were going to have to say goodbye to three people, but instead we only said goodbye to two because our victorious judge, Katie, announced who they would be saving. So do you want to say who has let go? Um, I'll say who was saved. Okay. Well, the people that were let go were Tyson Venegas and Mary Beth Bird. And the person that was saved was Oliver Steele. And you were happy about it. I was so happy. I, I sat there and was like, Oliver, 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 please be Oliver. And then Katie just said it with such confidence. I was like, thank God. Thank God I get to see him for another week. I know. Well, you better get your friends to vote because... The competition's only gonna get more stiff. Um, he'll sing. He'll have to sing his heart out. Yes, he will. Um, any tears for you? Uh, no, I'm just not. This show doesn't get me as emotional as I want it to. It just, it just doesn't. I don't know. I don't know why. Because I don't know. Everyone is deserving of it. Everyone has such a great story there's just no nothing moved me these two episodes that I would like and you're also used to like this is us so you have like a different threshold for crying (laughs) yeah I need I need to see like people dying in order to start crying but please don't do that American Idol don't 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 be the hunger games of singing don't do it (laughs) I don't my only tears were around um Megan Megan Danielle and I feel like sometimes I almost produce happy tears when I see someone do a really really good performance um, but none of those happened last night 
So uh, there's something to celebrate, though. We have a very exciting week coming up. Katie and Lionel are heading to the across the pond to go to the king's coronation. Ah, uh, I know. I'm so excited. I don't know what that voice was. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to see Atlantis Morissette. Yes. In place of Katie. Yes. I hope that next week, and I don't know if you know this, I hope next week is in like a 90s week. It's Alana's songs. I'm 90% sure. Yes. That's yes, going to be crazy amazing, especially for Megan. Yes, I agree. I think she's just going to, I think she's going to sweep it. Wayani's going to sweep it. Um, Oliver will probably struggle. And some of the country people might struggle, but that's that's my predictions. It's going to be really interesting. Um, and Ed Sheeran's also coming in, which when they announced the the special judges, I was so excited about Alanis. But when they announced Ed Sheeran, the other contestants like flew out of their chairs. So you can just tell it's like the age thing. Oh, my God. Can you imagine seeing for Ed Sheeran? No. I mean, Katy Perry's one thing, whatever, but... Ed Sheeran, I don't think I could do it if I was a contestant. Especially, I love Oliver, but that's his vibe. Oliver yeah. is like Ed Sheeran-esque. <laughs> I hope he sings an Ed Sheeran song. ESE, that's what we call him, Ed Sheeran-esque. Well, <laughs> I, think, I do think they have to sing a lot of this, but we'll see. We'll see. Don't quote me. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And Luke and, I mean, Lionel and Katie will actually be... Um, tuning in from the coronation so we'll see them live over there but they won't well, be that much will we also see megan markle that is yet to be determined the answer is you probably know a lot better than me <laughs> i do actually and no we will not but um <laughs> <laughs> just trying to throw that out there um yeah neck uh, ed sheeran that's a mind blower thank you for sharing that with me i will definitely be tuning tuning in yay well that about wraps it up oh instagram growth oh Real yeah quick. um well i'm excited and i'm excited for em to say that he has now surpassed nutsa for the top spot no, he hasn't. 420,000 followers, and Nutza has 415,000. Oh, my. The people love Ian. I know. They just want to see so much good come from him. I know. It's truly amazing. So I'll just quickly run through the growth real quick. Um, Nutza had a growth of 2,000 before she left. Ian had a growth of 15,000. Wei had a growth of 8,000. Consta had a growth of 61,000. And Megan Danielle had a growth of 82,000. No. Okay, I might have said all of those wrong. Okay, so here's my thing. Six. The okay. data <laughs> doesn't take into consideration bots, does it? No, it's all followers. And as we've seen, it doesn't really matter because Nutsa is in second <laughs> place and she's gone. So that's all that matters? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> It's just Let's... a fact that I'm trying to keep alive because Laura used to read these stats. <laughs> I think that they are excellent stats. I don't follow them, but now I feel because of this, I'm going to follow my top three. Okay, sweet. And your top three are? 
Leani, uh-huh. Oliver, uh-huh. and probably Colin. Ooh. All right. Well, let's see what happens. You have a divided <laughs> house with your daughter choosing Eom for her favorite. Yeah. Don't tell her that I did not vote for Maui or that he's not on my top three. Oh, I just she will disown me. I just tweeted her. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that about wraps it up. I think you are an amazing guest. I'm seriously so grateful for all the research that you did. This was such an easy conversation and Aww. it just was flawless. It seems like we've done a thousand podcasts together. Lauren, if you want to invite me back, I'm happy to do the research. I'm happy to put the time in and I love seeing your beautiful face and talking with you. Yay. All right, everyone. We love April. Chant with me, America. We love April. We April, love April. April, 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 April. April. And on that note, I'm Lauren. I'm April. And this has been Idol Nation. Yep. Ciao. Bye.